Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, still brought to you by StravaCraft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR25 because you'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich and potentially life-altering StravaCraft Coffee. Also, don't forget to subscribe at StravaCraftCoffee.com. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is the team Beat writers Patrick Lyons and Michaela Perkins here to take a look around Major League Baseball, take a look at some of the biggest stories in the game so far this year, Uh, some of the most fun, interesting, entertaining things around the game of baseball and just whatever's been catching our eye so far. As we've always got one eye, usually both eyes on the Rockies, but right around the the seventh inning of a 7 to nothing shutout, maybe you start peering around and looking at some of those other games. We'll talk a little bit about last night's a loss to the Dodgers uh, at the end of the show. Uh, We do want to start up front here with a little bit of updates for all of you because it's competition time. It's what we do around here, right? It's it's all about competing. It's all about getting out there, having some fun. And uh, as you longtime listeners and subscribers to the YouTube especially will know, uh, we we had some fun doing some drafts in the offseason. We had a couple of these things, and we're going to get a quick update Beginning with our our dudes, if you'll recall, we set a record. We gotta we need to contact Guinness and send that podcast to them and see if we set a record for the number of times the word dude was said in an hour. I'm pretty confident that we definitely set a record for that. That was a dude episode. And if you know anything about the Guinness World Records, they are a series of records that no one really cares about or ever should have ever tried to accomplish. And so we didn't try to do it, but yet here we are, Guinness record holders. Um, and yeah, we, we we drafted our dudes and very subjective, not necessarily who we thought was going to have the best 2021, not necessarily who we thought was going to be that much better than last year. It was just, who's your dude? Who do you're going to, who are you going to root for? Who are you going to pull for? Who are you excited about? And there we got our teams. And you know what? I'm excited about my first two dudes and Ryan McMahon. Yeah, he had a three home run game. He's he's up there as league leaders in, in home runs. And Josh Fuentes is he's being uh, had some big highlights. So I'm happy with my yeah. dudes so yeah. far. Yeah. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> uh, team Michaela is not looking great so far. It's looking a little rough. Um, Brandon Rogers is hurt, so he has yet to play a game. Jonathan Daza is not hurt, but he has not played in many games. He did make the roster, which I think deserves a point because there were many Daza haters out there saying that he was not going to make the roster and he was going to get DFA'd. So you know what? I'm at least doing a little bit better there than originally anticipated. You can actually Austin- watch your dude, unlike Spencer, who took right. Connor Joe and exactly. you get to see his dude in weeks. Exactly. Austin Gomber, you know, little rocky start, got a little bit better the second time around. Hopefully we'll get even better tomorrow. And Herman Marquez, kind of the same way, started a little bumpy, is progressively getting better. Daniel Bard has come in for a couple save situations. So overall, not horrible, not the best, but at least Daza didn't get DFA. That's all I care about. Hey, that's a win, right? Like you said, the Rockies are going to need to be up in a few more games for Daniel Bard to earn you a few more points there. I do think it, it sounds like it's not too long before we're going to see Brennan Rogers. That's good news. And uh, 
Marquez is still in for a solid year for you. I, I will say Daniel gave me a heart attack. Uh, that the first Dodger series, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literal heart attack. My heart almost stopped. So <laughs> I'm hanging in there as best as I can. Yeah, and you stole Austin Gomber because, uh, as we talked about after the podcast, we we were joking around about Connor Joe and Spencer is like, I, I'm not joking around, and and I really want to make sure I draft this guy. So he could have waited on Joe, still had Austin Gomber, but but as it was, you know, his his team's hurting. Literally, figuratively, with with Freeland and Oberg, uh, of course, on the IL, we we uh, hope a, a healthy future for for Oberg. Hampson's been okay. He had a good night on uh, on Tuesday against the Dodgers. The only one who pretty much could say that. And Estevez has looked all right at times. So I don't think anyone's really jumping out. Drew, I think your team is it's probably done the best so far. Well, mm-hmm. Sensatella mm-hmm. hasn't been great, but yeah, Sensatella after you're last happy. night, you're happy yeah. with your guys. Uh, yeah, Tapia has been exactly what we kind of expected, right? Maybe a little slower out of the gate than you're hoping, but still he appears to be Rymel Tapia. John Gray uh, has been the best pitcher for the team this year, so I feel pretty solid about that right now. Of course, I'm saying that a couple of hours before he goes out there and faces the Dodgers. We'll see how I'm feeling that 24 hours from now. But if he does well, then I'll really be feeling right. the team. Senza, I think, is going to be okay. Obviously, I'm very excited about the start that Dom Nunez has had here. When you're talking about your dudes, you know, the batting average isn't anything to write home about yet. It, he hasn't gotten a ton of playing time, but already smacking three, no doubt home runs too. It's not like, like, okay, he clipped a couple, he hooked one just inside the foul pole or, or he went the other way in a day game and it looked like a fly bottle left and just got inside a short board. It's like dudes had three just rocket monster jams. And so uh, I'm down with that. CJ Crone has obviously been, the most disappointing member of my team so far. Uh, no power has shown up in the regular season. And I've frankly been surprised at the lack of competitiveness in his at-bats. Um, there have been some ugly swings. Uh, he's taking some pitches he shouldn't be. He's swinging at some pitches he shouldn't be. Uh, it, it doesn't look like the guy I saw when he was playing with the Tigers and Twins and whoever else he's kind of jumped around about. I was trying to remember before that. Um, but – you know, he could just be in an early season slump. We'll 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 wait it out on that. But mm, I will say, Drew, your team is overall doing the best out of all of ours. I will happily admit that. Yeah. I yeah, I, I think my team is pretty solid. McMahon's getting uh Patrick a lot of points there. Fuente's been fantastic defensively. Hilliard, you're still waiting for Diaz. We've not seen we much out get of some him. Starts. Yeah. yeah. The the two players on this list that could really shift the balance, undoubtedly. Brendan Rodgers, when he comes back from the IL, that's yeah. going to be big points. And by points, it's it's all subjective. It's emotional heart points, right? And <laughs> top prospect, Ryan Rollison. Like that, I'm feeling good with my four guys that are on the roster right now. All right, they're holding their own. McMahon's doing a lot of heavy lifting. Fuentes is right in there. But Rollison could really help shift things. Him and Rodgers are, are the two guys that really could change the face of this fun little thing that we got going on our dude thing the dude thing i do wonder when rollison will debut that'll be right that's one of the big things to to keep our eyes on when does that happen because as of now it's just him and connor joe the only guys who haven't played at all we punted on those two right uh (laughs) feel bad for for spencer not being able here to to represent himself but his team's hanging on they're they're doing all right obviously you feel for him losing scott oberg for the year i feel like we should let him have his pick of 
any other dude. That's not Chris Owens. I feel like Chris nope. Owens is. Famous. Nope. Like, he, nope. He he made his bed. He has to lie in it. <laughs> yeah, we could we could uh, every every couple months, depending on the rollover of the roster, we could have like a, a redraft. You know, re reverse order. And, a, I mean, granted, we're talking about Shasin, Nova, Russin. The big dogs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If they were loaded with dudes, uh, with with dudes, well, then I would feel weird about it. But as is, it's like, wh wh who's he going to pick up right now? <laughs> right. And then from there, we went and we had a, a fun little superstar fantasy uh, draft. We yes. came up with rules and regulations as far as you know, getting a point for a home run, three points for a win. You get bonus points for a no hitter. So Joe Musgrove right now <laughs> has the most points of anybody. Uh, and then at the end of the season, actually mid-season, you'll get some uh, points for the, the All-Star game. You'll get uh, some points if, if your guy wins a Cy Young Award or if he is the MVP, which is why at this point, Drew, is you're hanging in there, but DeGrom's giving you nothing. You're hoping that by the end of the season, you're going to get that big 20-point bonus, right? <laughs> Look, there are very few things in life that a Colorado Rockies person can count on, right? If you're in the Colorado Rockies community and you're feeling down about your team all the time, you'll always have the Mets. It's just because always. the Rockies are supposed to be bad and they don't have any money and they're out here where they're just trying to now grow a, uh, you know, a generation of baseball fans. And it's really the first I'm literally, they, they became a team the year I joined T-ball. I'm, I'm a first generation Colorado Rockies. Right? The Mets are an institution. They have all the money, tens of millions of fans. They'll be playing New York Mets baseball somewhere long after the supernova of our sun has enveloped the earth in heat death. The New York Mets should be able to compete with all of their built-in advantages. They've got the best pitcher in the National League, and they cannot win a ball game with him on the mound. It is like a Star Trek level of impressive that they have achieved this. Jacob DeGrom is so good that when he takes the mound, he shuts down two offenses. That's how good this guy is. Is that two a team will not score runs? Okay, is that? I kind of I'm down with that logic. I kind of like that. It's, it's yeah. So that's one that you're gonna have to wait. To maybe I'm get those bonus points. I'm and again, that's like that 20 points is like six wins. And so you go, eh, even if he only wins 12 and he should win 18, again, I, I think you're going to take that. You're going to have fun watching DeGrom. So that was still obviously a, a good pick. Arenado's got three home runs. Stanton's got one. Jack Flaherty, two wins already, two home mm -hmm. runs from Bo Bichette. So you and me, Drew, we're kind of, we're neck and neck right now. Scherzer doesn't have any uh, points of course, Nationals have had some games shut down due to COVID uh, restrictions and, and missing games overall. So that's been a disappointment. Christian Yelich has been disappointing, but Bauer, Mike Trout, they're doing a lot of heavy lifting. So you and I were tied right there in the middle. And remember, I was down on Yelich. That could, it were like nine, sure. I don't know how many games they've played. He could have a monster season. I just, I'm throwing it out <laughs> now while I can. <laughs> Looking back at the list, I, I think, oh, man, I, I could have probably had Scherzer with my third pick, and Michaela went right after me and grabbed Betts. I should have just doubled down and said, you mm. know what, I'll just grab pitching with my final two picks. And, you know, I've only been a two, two extra points at, at this juncture right now, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the balance. And for everyone who feels bad for Spencer uh, and what his, his dudes are doing, 
Hey, he's winning it right now. And he's got no nothing out of Trevor Story. I know. And yet, Which and is yet, crazy to me. He's crushing us. I will say, I think you all were judging me for my Tyler Glassnow pick. I was not. And I am still very happy with that pick. As you should be. I also think yeah. that yesterday's game between Shane Bieber and Lucas Giolito was the best pitching performance during a game that we have seen to date this season across Major League Baseball. Shane Bieber pitched nine innings, only gave up three hits, zero runs, and 11 strikeouts. My dude, Shane Bieber, looked like the Cy Young winner. I know him to be. That was insane. I think he's worth more than one point. I think he will pick it up pretty soon here and will be a point horse for me. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, obviously, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a little bit of an injury issue going on at the moment, but I'm not worried. I think I'm going to be a total come from behind winner. So I'm not panicking. I'm not hitting the panic button yet. I'm still very happy with my team. And I think. Oh, no, she froze. And you know what? According, we were, I'm going to have to, I'm going to put in a petition. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the, the flag out. I'm going to uh, go to the umps and and say the, the officials of the Superstar Fantasy Draft and say, you need to do a recount because a win is worth three points. I so Shane Bieber just, has yeah. one win. So, eh, Michaela, you're only at 11 points. But so, still, we know okay. it's That's super right. early. And the same thing I, I said about Max Scherzer kind of being at the disadvantage for the fact that the Nats – uh, have have played the least amount of games. They've missed out on maybe four games at this point, I think. Uh, Juan Soto's in the same boat, right? He hasn't had a full opportunity. And, you know, he's going to get shortchanged a little bit when they get those double headers. That might be uh, two at-bats that get skimmed off. Again, this all balances out in the long run. But I, I it's, it's anyone's game, no doubt. Again, Spence is – his team's crushing it. Trevor Story, no home runs right now. Oh. And, and that's going to get better. Have several. So yes, it's like, yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Spence's team is looking scary. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And Otani's pitched fantastic. Just hasn't been, been in any decisions yet. Yeah. Mm. But he's, he's been one of the better stories. We'll, we'll get to that stuff in a while, but you know, it's kind of, I don't want to jinx him, dude. I don't even like talking about Shohei Otani. I just want to watch him play. Cause it's like <laughs> every time I start to get really excited, he gets hurt. I just, I love it. So yeah. Um, yeah, Michaela should have 11 points still, still. Thank you. Shortchanging me because you're scared of my team. Totally. Who's, who's you? The, I don't know the, the commission Drew. who's keeping score of this. Drew is behind us. Drew, you're the, you're the official point score of this. I Didn't you make aware. the points? We cannot. We I don't know who tabulated the points. I mean, you're throwing you know? out some serious barbs out there. All right. Well, whoever made this stupid graphic is trying to shortchange me and I am not here for it. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm throwing the, the flag out that that needs to be recalculated because you do have 11 points. So don't worry. We'll make sure that everything is, is balanced and is on the up and up. Thank you, Patrick. I was looking at that and I was like, I don't think that's right, but I don't want to question anybody. Like, but Yeah. He hit a home run. You didn't hear. Uh, he's not factored <laughs> in. He has not won a game, but he did hit a homer. So hmm, not possible. That, that'd be pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need the Mets to stop it, but that's not gonna happen. Other than that, I'm feeling fine about my guys. So, incidentally, does anybody have a guess as to what the maximum number of points you could have had if you picked it picked a different team? And I there's like a reliever that has three wins oh, right sure. now. 
So it's literally, say, there's a couple, but I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't include them. But but any guess, like with the max you could really have right now? No, I, don't, I mean, who's leading? The home run leaders got six. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 28. Maybe 39. Oh, I was way yeah. off. You got a couple, you know, you got JD Martinez has six home runs. You could have selected Ryan McMahon for five, right? Jose Barrios has two wins. Marcus Stroman, two wins. Clayton Kershaw, two wins. And Joe Musgrove, two wins with a 10 point. The no, the, the, the no hitter. So if someone had, that's 16 right there. That's yeah. more than all of our teams, I think. Will anyone on any of our teams throw a no hitter this year? Over or under? 0.5 no hitters for our superstars that we drafted. <laughs> so that's Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, Jacob DeGrom, Shane Bieber. Otani. Got some arms out there. Flaherty. Flaherty. I would... Bauer. I mean, how many more times are the Dodgers going to play the Rockies? I mean, that that's a guinea. <laughs> I think we might need to put the line at 1.5 no hitters because the Bauer. <laughs> for one, yes, of. <laughs> oh, no. Uh really? Uh oh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the over. I think I think one of those guys. I, I want to say the over also. Yeah, yeah I want to go with that too because last year, I'm not gonna say I was a, a spoiled sport or I was just maybe I don't know. You want to call me last year, but I I didn't think there was gonna be a no hitter. That was one of the big bets, and I had a pretty good payout if there right. was gonna be a no hitter. I'm like, well, no, partially because I didn't think any pitcher would go nine innings. Right. With the shortened season, they didn't have a normal spring training, right? Or summer camp quote unquote so it's like no that's not gonna happen and we did see that so um I, i'm gonna say yeah i'm gonna say one of our guys definitely does it i think we've so got, too we've got seven of the best yeah we have we picked pretty much the best pitchers in major league baseball aside from a few <laughs> a few names so if one of these guys can't do it man apparently joe Musk. Gilito, Berrios. yeah i was gonna ah, say we didn't we didn't pick musgrove which i shame on I, us i should have picked Jose Barrios and not like I this he's just my dude. <laughs> we were doing the back on the other. It was like I really, really like the way he pitches and approaches a baseball game and everything about his stuff and his attitude. And but I didn't, you know, he's not not quite in that echelon, but he could he could jump right into it at any moment. Yeah. And it's kind of like my Bo Bichette pick, right? Like he's got a couple homers. He's, he's been playing well. I'm, I'm liking where he's at right now. He's, he's adopting the leadership mentality. I thought he was going to do with that team. I'm like, all right, let's go with my Boba Shet pick. The two storylines I'm looking forward to see what happens is DeGrom with, again, missing out on those opportunities for wins. But again, he wins the Cy Young. It, it's, it's fine. But Tatis is the one where we saw that he had those injury concerns in the past, yet at the same time, how do you not, get excited and pick him. I think he still would have been selected. Even if Mikhail, you weren't there in the first round, he still would have gone. And again, the difference between a first round guy that we have in our superstar fantasy draft versus a fourth to fifth round, there's little to no fall off for the most part. Right. Mm-hmm. So those will be the two interesting storylines to see what those guys can, can produce before we get to the end of year awards. I a hundred percent agree. Couldn't well, have said it better myself, see, Patrick. I am restocked. On my Hot Peak IPAs, no longer is there a dearth of Breck Brew in my humble abode. I've got a 15-can sampler of the Breck Brews and a 15-can sampler of the seltzers sitting no more than 10 feet from where I am now. You don't want it too far from you at any one time. 
because it's damn good beer. It's damn good seltzer. And when you get those 15 can samplers, you can try out all the different flavors, find out what works best for you, or just live a life that's full of variety. That's what I like to do. I'm just always getting those samplers because they're all good. None of them are bad. They're all worth drinking. You can get them at your local King Supers, down at a liquor store. Of course, you get them down at the DNVR bar on tap. And sometimes we got some really special ones down there that kind of rotate them in and out. It's not just the same ones all the time, which I really appreciate. Again, variety is the spice of life. So check all that out. And as I mentioned, you can get a much bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar. If you're a member of the DNVR family, which we highly, highly recommend. There are a ton of perks that come with it. You get access to all the written content. You get discounts on hats and shirts and masks, bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar. Of course, you get a now when you get the annual, you get a free t-shirt from the DNVR locker and a free holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out at H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K wellness.com. And they've got a million, I think, Maybe over exaggerating, I think it's over 30,000 reviews you can read, overwhelmingly positive about their products. Really good stuff. This is a 10 milligram CBD stick. Yeah, you pop the top off, you stir it into whatever drink you have. It makes it a much better situation for your recovery, your relaxation, just your body frame. The CBD stuff really can work wonders. It's fantastic. So check them out there at holisticwellness.com. Use promo code DNVR30 to get 30% off, but we'll send you some free stuff right now when you become a member of the DNVR family. And shout out, by the way, to everyone on Twitter who helped me through getting my vaccine today. I hate needles. Uh, I didn't do especially well. <laughs> uh, but uh, seriously, the uh, we talk about this being a family sometimes, and I know there are people inclined to roll their eyes or, or whatever at that, or think it's just a line or, or whatever. And it really like, as I was like sitting there dizzy in cold sweats, like just trying to make sure I wasn't having a panic attack or like trying not to throw up or anything. Like I thought about how encouraging everybody was on Twitter before I went in and just like how everyone told me how they got through it and, and just how many people just bothered to reach out. And, and it, it really meant a lot to me. So thank you to everyone who reached out. You helped me through it. Uh, and that's what comes. That's a that's just another perk of becoming a member of the family. And with the way the Rockies are playing right now, we've kind of become a support group, not just for the Rockies, but as you said, for anybody out there, uh, you know, getting vaccinated or or having issues for anything. That's that is one of the cool things uh, that we have going on in Discord is people getting together. I I met one of uh, our subscribers over the weekend where uh, he he plays disc golf, and I've kind of retired from the sport. Um, I know I, I didn't have a press release. I didn't want to have there be this hullabaloo and whatnot, but we met up and I say, here you go, man. And, and, uh, we, we made a nice little exchange there. So it's kind of cool that you make those connections. We've even seen more people have had tickets to, to Rockies games coming up. And I think Nuggets games that they couldn't use and said, Hey, you know, I have to bring these together. And it's like, it, it's your first line instead of reaching out like you might in the past on Facebook. Now it's like, Hey, the DNVR fan. Let's let's go. Let's support each other. So I was really glad to see how many people you know helped you out through that. Yeah. Uh, today you're okay. You made it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Ten minutes later, I was totally fine, right? But it's like in those moments, you you latch onto something, and it happened to be this community for me in that moment. That was that was. What really kind of band aid did you get? Did you get the Ninja Turtles? No, I get the boring ass. I I got this like brown. I don't know what this thing brown? is. Brown. Like yeah, dude. Like what? Could turn off this? the guns. 
Oh, yeah, right. I can't even get up there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, no, everyone left. We're done. Come back. Uh, actually, as we do wait for Michaela to get her connection all set and come back in, I do also want to remind everyone about our friends at Manscaped. We don't talk about them in the Discord quite as often. It's really more of an unspoken thing. Everyone knows you got to be Manscaped if you really want to be in the club. It's the best way to take care of yourself and the best way to take care of whoever's taking care of you. Fellas, I promise, whoever's taking care of you downstairs wants you to get Manscaped. It's as much for them as it is for you, uh, for any potential person <laughs> you, you, you might run into. But it is also for you. It's a way to feel better, smell better, and just be healthier. So get the Lawnmower 3.0. It's got a a waterproof body and a cordless trimmer. It's a fantastic, it's got a little light on there to make sure that you can, you know, make sure you're getting everything that you need to get. And, helps you, and it helps you see those like wispy hairs that, yeah. like, that are like those clear ones. You're like, I didn't even know I had hair there. That's the right. flashlight will, will help you identify that. It's, it's, it's amazing. They've thought of everything. They really have. And if you've never tried it before, I promise you, it makes a difference. Check it out at manscaped.com. You can use code DNVR when you check out to get 20% off plus free shipping. Check them out again at manscaped.com and use that promo code DNVR to get 20% off and free shipping. All right. It works on beards too. Not It should be a tagline. It, it should Let's be. Let's face it. It should be. It's... No rules. No rules about that. It works anywhere there's hair. Manscaped. <laughs> Another tagline. True. Yeah, Liam, I couldn't. I, I had no. Maybe that's one of the side effects of the vaccine. I, I had no Manscaped segue there. There was no job. I couldn't think of a way into it. I just we were talking so nice about the family. I didn't want to make it weird. <laughs> you know? Hey, everyone. Thanks for being my family out there, being my support, my, my safety net. And I, I really hope that you're all trimmed up. What I'm hearing Liam say is that you, frankly, you you didn't have any cajones uh, when it came to making a joke. Is that right? That's right. That's right. My, my, <laughs> you know what? Let's maybe stop there. <laughs> Look, Drew, I know you're crazy, but clearly we need to get to the next segment. <laughs> I know, right? So speaking of the next segment, let's do, Patrick. It's been a couple of weeks of baseball. And while the Colorado Rockies haven't been particularly good, they have been pretty entertaining, and really, so has the season thus far. I mean, we knew it would be. It's it's baseball. We love it, and we were gonna love it anyway. But uh, <laughs> let's let's take a look around. We're, we are gonna need to get a graphic. Do you, you know what I mean? I wish we could do some kind of play on uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego to just like look around the. You remember that? Remember where in the world that Michaela's out? It's just a good thing we're making these references. <laughs> when she comes back in, oh. we're gonna have to see if she knows who Carmen San Diego is. Dora the Explorer might be the uh, yeah. reference she would get. Yeah. So we'll go, what's going on around Major League Baseball? There we go. We have a little globe going around. <laughs> Flushing Queens, New York. World of Major League Baseball. Folks, we're here to give you the recap of what's been going on. Well, we, I know we talked about DeGrom, but he's just been fantastic in his starts. And, you know, he has 70 career wins, but you go, oh, all right. I mean, he hasn't been around that long, right? But no, this is now split. his this is now his seventh. Is this essentially the start of his eighth season? So he's been averaging 
10 wins, which Ten wins. is not great because he's been one of the best pitchers in the game for at least five years now. And I went and looked and I said, all right, well, he's got two Cy Young Awards. Tim Lincecum has two Cy Young Awards. Now, he won his in the first three years of his career, and he had about 40 wins at that point in those three seasons. He's got 110 career wins. And so DeGrom has a long way. And at the rate that he's going, it's going to be a long time just until he surpasses Tim Lincecum, who is only three and a half years older than Jacob DeGrom. Is that crazy? That's not right. Yeah. Now, DeGrom said he wanted to pitch into the age of age of 40, which I think he can do. And again, kind of being a converted shortstop at Stetson University to become to a starting pitcher. And so, again, he didn't have a lot of that wear and tear on his arm in those younger uh, years. And, you know, one one thing I, I saw out there was someone saying, you know, DeGrom is – he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. His credentials are awful sure. when compared oh. to a lot of other people. We know why. We know why. But yeah. you go, you go. He's gonna be fine for the next couple of years. It's all good. Um, but but someone out there said, you know, his Hall of Fame speech is gonna be very short because he's simply not gonna have anybody to thank. Like who's, <laughs> who's he gonna thank? Guys, thanks for all your help out there with my ninety-eight <laughs> career wins. I couldn't have done it without. Yeah, pretty uh... much. In in like seventy-five years. People are gonna be looking at a plaque of you know Jacob Degrom, looking at his ninety-eight career wins. Be like, oh yeah, those World War II guys, you know, they they got deployed. He maybe maybe even Degrom fought in the Korean War. That's why he had so few, you know, wins. What what's that? No, no, he played in the twenty twenties. Oh my um, gosh. What will, like, will he finish like top ten or t- that's too hard in baseball, but like maybe top twenty and like. ERA plus or or WAR or 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 even maybe like raw ERA or something like, and nowhere near like say the top three hundred in wins. Like, is that what we're looking at for his? Like, he'll be a top ten, top twenty, at least a top thirty pitcher of all time by like all the peripherals. <laughs> it it could it it very well could, and you know I think people are so used to him not winning ball games, right? Um, that I could see him maybe even winning an MVP award with like 12 wins. And you go, how is that an MVP season? Well, hey, the Mets, you know, haven't gone to the World Series since, you know, 2015. But uh, again, they've got this powerhouse and really DeGrom was the leader. And yeah, his performances didn't translate to wins, but it helped save a, a bullpen. And, you right. know, look what they were able to do those other days. So I think you could have a narrative like that. And that could you know, help his cause right now. His ERA plus is, is 152. In fact, uh, through his first two starts, take a wild guess what his ERA plus is. I, I like looking at these things way too early. We talked about Ryan McMahon on pace for 81 home runs this season. That's yeah. fun. Let's talk about that. So Jacob yeah. DeGrom, what's his ERA plus Just after two, two starts? Like, I'll, I'll get, if you're, if you're close by 50 points, I'll give it to you. 235. <laughs> Add 400. Uh, it's 626. 626. <laughs> yes. That's not a real number. That's a real ERA plus number. I think he may have broken it. That's insane. That's. I didn't know the scale went that high. I mean, I guess there's no. Apparently. And well, he's given up one run in 14 innings. Yeah. Two walks, 21 strikeouts. Yeah. <laughs> Strikeout to walk ratio. Of ten and a half to one. 
0.64 ERA, which, if you ask me, it's why he has one loss right now. Yeah. It's that 0.64 ERA. Too high. Too How do you let that run high. come in, Jake? Way too high. <laughs> He's got to work on that. That's unbelievable. Except yeah. that it's very believable. I cheers to the Mets. I really do. I cheers my Breck to the Mets every day. I meant every word I said earlier. Like, yeah, the Rockies are bad. They're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That's embarrassing. Out there. Well, I think the Mets, I think at one point a couple of days ago, they had played as many games as had been canceled because they missed their three right. games against right. Washington because of COVID. And then they had, I think, two rainouts. So they, they're they really struggling. 634. <laughs> now, speaking of struggling offenses, Chicago Cubs – have been struggling rather mightily. I, I, I can't even put into to, to words some of the statistics and stuff I've read. I'm sure Michaela may even have some of those numbers for the Cubs, but I saw one of their lineups the other day. They had Wilson Contreras, their catcher, leading off, which you take a step back and go, okay, yes. that's unusual. And then they yeah. only had one guy in the lineup batting 200. Everyone else was below that. And Jake Arrieta, who was 0-2 during his start, all he needed was a hit, and he would have been the best batter on the team. He'd have been one, one for three. Cubs futility, Michaela. You've got to have some statistics on that. I'm oh yeah, I have a whole book written on it. Actually, <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? Just, here's my book: the Chicago <laughs> Cubs and a history of <laughs> impotent offenses. Sorry about that, guys. My Wi-Fi is just battling me today. Apparently, <laughs> it's one of those, man. It's all right. Um, <laughs> First of all, do you know who Carmen Sandiego is? Is it wow. bad if I say no? You said it like it's a th- real person, which I is know. already. I just, I thought that would be the easiest differentiating point. Let's, the- <laughs> you know what? Let's set our friend up for success. Michaela, who have you heard of? Carmen <laughs> Sandiego or Dora T. Explora? I know who Dora the Explorer is. All right, there we go. Is so Carmen, you- is it a TV show? It was a, a similarly styled TV show. Oh, okay, okay. We were Carmen San Diego was a yeah, it was a where in the world is Carmen San Diego was a game and a song and a whole thing for kids, very much in that style. Yeah, there's about a zero percent chance I was gonna know what you were talking about. I thought so, right. but I think they rebooted it recently on Netflix and stuff. I think it made a little bit of a comeback, so I wasn't sure. I was I was hopeful, but not too hopeful. <laughs> she knew Dora. There we go. If it is before 1990, chances are the answer is no. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I buy that. (laughs) All right, here's some Cubs stats. They uh, The other day they had 49 hits in their first 10 games, right? And that's the lowest since 1901. And it was any 10-game stretch. 1901 was the last time they had any 10-game stretch. And they've started that way. They've actually started that way. Their previous low was 51 hits in 1968. So it's just the most futile club offensively that the Cubs have ever seen here in the early going. This was a team that was already on the cusp of like, hey, maybe they've got one more run in them. You know, Rizzo, Bryant, Javi Baez were all in the final year uh, of their deal. I think Wilson Contreras only has another year after 2022. So um, that's a team that might really need to get dismantled if they can't figure it out here pretty quickly. That's guy. You thought the Rockies offense was embarrassing. 
No, us. Rockies. Rockies have, I think, have been a little bit more impressive compared to that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, as a, yeah, by far. I mean, Ryan McMahon alone has been more exciting than the entire Chicago Cubs offense. <laughs> Some other excitement we got as far as good stories. You know, Michaela, you mentioned uh, Lucas Giolito kind of going head to head there with uh, Glass now, right? Um, did the same uh-huh. thing on opening day with Jose Barrios. Around opening day, but their, their uh, no, it was opening day. It was their first start where they yeah, both yeah. had dual no hitters going yeah. into the seventh inning, which is, again, a- almost unheard of. Like, I, the AL Central is way better than people give credit. It's one of the reasons why I said both Minnesota and Cleveland were going to go to the postseason and not the White Sox. But they'll be in there. They'll be in the hunt. You could have all three of those teams. The Central is a lot better than people give it credit, especially with the pitching that they've got. Yeah, I was definitely underselling the Central at the beginning of the season. That was totally my bad. I really did not expect. <laughs> I, I think they're way overperforming my expectations that I set for them, at least personally. But um, yeah. Still a bad division, but no, I'm with no. They, 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 you're right. There's a lot of good pitchers in that division, so that's going to make a lot of the games close and competitive, and make them like feel really good. It's not a good division. <laughs> They're going to get crushed by whoever wins that division. It's going to get destroyed by whoever wins the other ones. But I, I'm rooting for them. I always end up rooting for the Twins one way or another. I'll find a way. Um, also, does it seem like, and and I have not even checked the stats on this at all until you were just talking about some of these dueling no hitters and great pitching performances and all this stuff. It seems to me like pitching has been well ahead of hitting at the start of this year, kind of across the board. Um, obviously there's going to be your counter examples and, and offense is going to break out whenever, but it seems to me like we've seen more of these guys flirting with no hitters, taking them into the six or the seven some shutouts already early on. And, and I'm wondering, you want to know why? Cause you messed with the base. baseball. Oh no, no because they messed with the baseball again. There's something weird. I think they tried to overcorrect for last season's baseball, and now it's just like a dead ball. Like it just, it's not hittable. Like it's mush or, ball. I've, I've heard a yeah. lot of people use the term mush ball. Mush ball. I 100% think that they did something way wonky with the baseballs, and now they're just completely changing um, the performance of or, and the games in, themselves. I think they tried to overcorrect for the mistake of you know, giving the ball some extra lift last season. And now it's just. There's some information slowly starting to come out now that we've, you know, we have some, some data to use on it. Uh, I think, I think, as you said, Michaela, they, they had anticipated the baseball to do one thing and it's kind of, you know, not necessarily done the opposite, but it hasn't had the effect that they're, they're hoping it does have. So I hope uh, those major league baseball doesn't mess with the baseballs. People are taking a hard look in the mirror now. (laughs) Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. We'll see it. We'll, we'll keep our eyes on that for sure. But uh, that's something that's going to be a a storyline throughout the year. Another fun storyline. Your mean Mercedes, everybody had him pegged for rookie of the year going into the season. Right. Right. No, 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 Career minor leaguer, thick boy, a real, real unit, real big backstop guy. Uh, that's really just kind of been showcasing as, as a catcher. He goes five for five on opening day, ends up going eight for eight to start his career. I mean, guy was playing indie ball for a while, but he can rake, and he's been a big part of uh, that White Sox lineup. So he's been one of those exciting stories in the early going. Nick Castellanos has been a, an exciting story. Uh, he. 
every year seems to lead the league in barrels, and we, we saw that play the other day. Sliding in the home plate, taking out Jake Woodford, who was thought to be included in the Arenado deal, was not. He creates his big old dust up, and after the game he said, yeah, Yachty got in my face. And you know what? If I had a chance to go up to him after the game and we were one-on-one, I would get right in his face and I would tell him, can I have your autograph, dude? <laughs> I love that. Profiati, uh, 2,000 games caught behind the plate. Rare feat. He did that today. It is 2,000th yeah. game. The people who want to debate whether or not Yadier Molina is a Hall of Famer are the same as the people who want to debate whether or not the Beatles are one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Like, who are you trying to impress? Like, what, (laughs) Michaela? You're trying to be a contrarian. So the Beatles were a rock band from the 1960s. Yadier Molina, she's like... Comprised of Richard Starkey. rock people with you guys? Yeah, the Beatles were made up of Richard Starkey, Stuart Sutcliffe, <laughs> Pete it. Best. I, I'm I'm going reverse order of their importance. <laughs> okay, no, I know who the place. Beatles are. I just don't enjoy their music, but that's a hot take that we can save. Oh my god, it looks and you like don't have to. And yeah, I exactly particularly enjoyed watching Yadier and Molina uh, win baseball games. I know. Well, I was just gonna say, I think the reason why Yadi is so controversial is because we all know he has a very fiery personality that can rub people the wrong way sometimes but i don't think that should discount his performance as a baseball player because he is incredible one of the best catchers we've gotten to watch as of late and i don't think there should ever be any question that he's a future hall of famer i just can understand why people want to discount him just based off of his personality but again that which that should never take away from the talent that is yadier molina I feel like you just put you guys just both put me in first place for the Hall of Fame draft that we did. He was like my fourth round pick, and so I feel like I already got one. I'm up. Right. I mean, granted, we're not going to know who wins that for maybe a couple of decades, but <laughs> right. we'll I'm going to say I have a lead right now. On that. Right. Yeah, Yadi's Yadi's that guy that yeah, yeah, opponents hate him for better or worse, but then when their careers are over, they're going to be like best friends. Be like this guy. Let me tell you what he did to me. And he called for this inside pitch. They hit me three times in a row. And But you love competing. Like, that was your guy. It was. I think we were talking off air, this idea that Ty Cobb, while he was a dirty player and hated everybody in the game, when they were done playing, he took care of some of those guys. And he paid for their funerals because he was like, hey, these were my guys. This, These were the guys that made me the best at who I could be. And right. I, I think players are going to feel like that way about Yadi Molina um, if they didn't play with him once their careers are over. He's an institution, right? Yeah. Yadier Molina has been an institution in the game of baseball for like our entire The Molina life. family, right? The whole, yeah. whole fam. Yeah. Right. So uh, congratulations to Yadi and uh, 2,000 games catching. That's insane. That's insane. It's one of the hardest jobs in all of professional sports. I can't believe his knees has lasted that long. My knees would have gave out like three years ago. <laughs> it's amazing the guy can still walk. You just don't swing at the. You just don't swing at the pitches outside the zone. Is there a catchers or athletes debate out there? <laughs> no. No. I certainly hope not. <laughs> you, you're more likely to make the comment of catchers are not the sharpest knife in the drawer because <laughs> why would you? What do they call them? The tools of ignorance. You know. Yeah. Catcher. Sorry, Liam. 
I know you're a backstop there. All right, what about the Joe Musgrove no-hitter? Any thoughts on that? First one in 53 years for the Padres. Victor Caratini, who came over as uh, Hugh Darvish's catcher, he uh, has his second no-hitter. In fact, who caught the last no-hitter? Victor Caratini. So he's got two now in the span of two no-hitters. So Joe Musgrove no-hitter, how are we feeling about that? It was a really cool moment to watch. I got goosebumps. I mean, I think the fact that, you know, Joe grew up as a Padres fan, really just like took that moment over the top. It was a bummer that it didn't happen at Petco Park, but I also thought it was really cool that, you know, Rangers fans still cheered for the moment. They recognized the significance of it. They were on their feet. They were just as happy for him as, um, you know, all of us were. So it was definitely cool to watch. And I think it was extra special that he grew up a Padres fan, a local guy, you couldn't really ask. That's why, like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Like, it yeah. gives you moments like these that, you know, even if you're not a Padres fan, you can still cheer for because just, like, the historical factor of that moment is so cool and so cool to witness, and you just can't help but cheer for stuff like that. I was against the Rangers. Their GM is Chris Young, who he himself uh, had a no-hitter. He took in the ninth inning with the Padres. Uh, it's thrown at Globe Life Park. So now you've got a World Series won in Globe Life Park by the Dodgers, a no-hitter thrown by the Padres in Globe Life uh, Field, I should say. So feel as bad as you want, Rockies fans, but at least your home stadium is known for things that your home team has done. Right. Other, other than the 2007 World Series one by the Boston Red Sox. But look, oh. Nobody talks about that, so that doesn't yeah. technically count. I'll say this. This was what was interesting, and, and, and then maybe we can move on to uh, talking about the Rockies. But the Rangers got no hit. It was their first time getting no hit since 2007. Mark Burley threw that no hitter. Listen to the guys who are in that lineup. Six guys that are almost borderline Hall of Famers. And some of them you could say deserve to be in. Burley threw a no-hitter against Kenny Lofton, Ian Kinsler, Michael Young, Mark Teixeira, Sammy Sosa, and Nelson Cruz. Wow. Six guys that are all in the Hall of Good to Great. Yeah, That's wow. crazy. That, that has to be crazy. one of the best teams right. who have ever had a no-hitter against. I was going to say, because almost any time, and I hate this. I hate it every time it happens when somebody throws a no-hitter. They go, yeah, but look at the lineup. Like, yeah, they throw a no-hitter, right? right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go out there and throw your a no hitter, you JV pitcher. Like, shut up! <laughs> it's so hard. It's one of the most difficult accomplishments in all of sports. So, pointing at the lineup to be like, it doesn't work for me. Um, that said, there are a lot of times when teams get shut out, and you kind of look at the lineup and go, okay, it kind of makes sense that that team might have gotten no hit. Um, but yeah, that's I, one of the. I, I, you're right, Drew. Like, that's something that shouldn't be done. Like, if we're talking about unwritten rules for fans, and again, it's fun, right? You want to have that debate and go, yeah, but if so and so was in the lineup, that wouldn't have happened. I get it. But you're right. If a guy gets that no hitter or perfect game, even if it is the B squad, you go, you did that. Like, take Max Scherzer and have him throw against a triple A team. Is, is he throwing a no hitter every time? No, he could go out there no. 33 times and he's not throwing a no-hitter against triple right. A players, even double A players. Right. It's hard to do. Uh somebody wrote to us in the Discord. I was gonna see if I could find it today about the a division one softball player who yes. pitched a perfect game and Take North struck Texas. out I, I was everyone. Here's the number you're looking oh. for is everyone. Yes. Troutwine. Troutwine? North Texas's Troutwine. K's all 21. 21 consecutive batters. She threw a perfect game and struck out everybody. I don't a care perfect, if you're playing game. six 
year old little league just past T ball. I don't care if you're playing coach pitch. I don't well, coach not trying to strike everybody. I don't care is, if you're yeah, coach pitch. Cape Cod. I do care. I, I there is no league. You're if your 12 year old kid goes out there and strikes out every single batter from first to the end and the game ends, that's remarkable. To do it at a division one college, that's insane. That's one of the most impressive things I've ever heard of. Drew, you you miss the the low hanging fruit. I don't care if you do it on MLB the show on easy mode. You're <laughs> I, not doing that. I've played MLB the show for years. I've been ranked. I'm sorry. I'm not doing this thing. It's not about me. I've been ranked in the top 10 at this silly little video game. I've thrown no hitters. I've thrown perfect games. I've struck out 20 guys in a game. 27, 21. That's wild. Consecutive. No. Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, and, and softball pitchers do dominate. That's a sport where, again, if you just have that one pitcher, it's like you're, your team set. Um, but still I've never seen that before. And that, that's the first time it's, it's happened in, in division one. Yeah. Mind blowing. Uh, and of course the best story in major league baseball so far this year, we moved the all-star game out of Atlanta into Denver. I don't know if you guys heard about that. That was last year. Really? We're going to put Larry Walker in the hall of fame in a couple of weeks. So, um, and we got a date. Is it August 21st for August, uh, yeah. retirement? Yeah. Uh, retire number 33. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. That that stuff's going to be all fantastic. One of the things that I know is absolutely fantastic is our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're helping us earn money. They're helping us have fun each and every day with the Colorado Rockies, even though they're not winning a lot of baseball games. You can still uh, be taking overs or unders. You can bet against them, and that can make it fun, too, if that's how you want to go about it. Either way, there's a lot of different avenues to make even the most seemingly boring of baseball games into a pretty fun experience. I know I was still sitting there uh, hoping for Bauer to get that under on the strikeouts after we had talked about that. Some of those things, right? You're, it's just fun. So check them out at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you, you can get it the app on your phone. It's the top-rated DraftKings or it's the top-rated sportsbook app, of course, as well. You know, uh, really, really love our friends over there. Uh, whether you're betting on Baseball, basketball, hockey. I was going to say football, but I. I what other sports do you know? Keep going. Uh, the lacrosse. Table tennis. Golf. Uh, table tennis. Uh, right. You could do a little bit. Actually, all that stuff's true. Um, it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much as it sounded like we were just naming all the sports we could think of. Highlight? Do we know of highlight? I don't know. Maybe? That I don't know. Bocce um, ball. Then again, I don't even know if there's pro bocce ball to begin with. There should be. Um, but, but either way, if you use that promo code DNVR when you sign up now, you can turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three. You don't even need to know anything about basketball. Just pick a team in a game they're playing. Pick that team to hit a three. There's You're almost certainly going to hit that thing. So it's code DNVR. You'll turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And once you're making a little bit of extra money with our friend at DraftKings Sportsbook, you know 
you may be looking to buy a new home with all that extra money, especially if you hit one big. So those, those of you that put in big on Jokic to win NBA MVP at the beginning of the year, you might be looking for a new home. And so you got to contact our friends at Chevalier Mortgage. Maybe you're looking to refinance just into a loan, whatever it is. They're the experts. They really do take care of you. The protectors of the realm, as the name Chevalier is the namesake for. That's the etymology of it. In French, they're protecting your realm. You got to take care of them. They'll take care of you. Check out dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. But most importantly, when you do, you get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Or you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or Mike at 970-412-2472. Uh, Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006, and Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Now I'm bouncing. We got to bounce on my stuff. The Rockies we got to win, we gotta win some people some money. So if, if we're going to get Well, if you want to deflate your stuff, we can talk about that Rockies game last night because that'll make you sound real fast. <laughs> That was not good. Uh, seven to nothing loss to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, I'll save my rant on robo umps for another time. Uh, but God, that was a bad call on Antonio Sensatella. Just embarrassingly terrible. Uh, and again, the we'll get makeup call was even worse. I know I, it was. The makeup call made me angrier than than the original missed call. But again. We can get back into that. It may be a deeper time. Uh, the long and short of it was the, the Dodgers offense came out ready to hit. The Rockies offense got totally dominated by Trevor Bauer, and, and that was the baseball game. Uh, so there really isn't much to break down to. I will say it was funny. I was making fun of Trevor Bauer in the third inning for coming off the mound like, like a bat out of hell and, and doing everything he could to get Garrett Hampson out at first base. And as it turned out, that did end up being the only hit in the game. So... We were laughing Ham- out. Hampson had two. I mean, so all three of us got shut out in that. No, yeah. Nobody had a hit last night because right. Hampson had them all. He, right. he had both of them. He, he was he was the only hitter. That's it. Uh, one one of the uh, fun facts I, I I tracked down that I didn't see in the Rockies PR was that the home runs that uh, Corey Seager and Chris Taylor hit in the first inning back to back was the first time that that's happened in the Dodgers Rockies game in L.A since 1997 so you would have thought hey okay that's probably happened a couple times in the first inning actually no 97 eric Carros and raul mondesi two former rookie of the year award winners off kevin ritz more hall of good to great yes kevin ritz right no (laughs) good good to great maybe for the rockies yeah yeah right exactly he kind of gets underappreciated but but if you if you did go with my picks the four that i had yesterday i i had all of those uh, Dodgers winning with, with one and a half, like at least my four favorite. I think I said the over on Bauer strikeouts, but that wasn't one that I liked. But either Dodgers winning by one and a half, Betts hitting a home run, Hampson not hitting a home run, uh, and Sensatella getting that under three and a half strikeouts. Yeah, I'm there. You'd want 56 bucks. Even if you bet the minimum on DraftKings, you'd want Tom Hallian, I believe, also had the under on yeah, yeah, three and a half strikeouts. And that may or may not have been, you know, intel that I had going into the game. No, that's I can't say that. That's bad news. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's just how it goes. Uh so real quickly, let's look ahead to tonight. We kind of talked about this yesterday, but John Gray, Dustin May in the month of oh, April. Damn. 
(laughs) (laughs) So close. Maybe next month they'll meet back up again. Uh, Mac, we were talking about yesterday, this one being a a potential toss up. Um, Let me just put it to you this way. It's what are we at? 21, 22 consecutive innings without the Rockies having scored a run. 22. And uh, tonight it will be the first time in franchise history that they get shut out. In three straight games. Three straight also, games. to make things worse, Dustin May has yet to allow a run in 2021. Mm. So everyone is due, or the Rockies that's, are not to get That's what we're hearing, right? Either. So we're here to tell you that the Rockies are in for a night. <laughs> and One May has only given up three earned runs against the Rockies in 10 and two-thirds in. I was going to say, he's dominated them. So he has pitched very this, well. This goes only one of two ways. The Rockies get destroyed, and it's another long night, and it's another. We're looking at another seven, eight to nothing, ten nothing loss with one or two hits if they're lucky. The ball falls into the right spot, or it's going to be the baseball-y thing, and they'll go the other way for whatever reason. They'll break out of their slump just because they're sick and tired of not hitting. They'll put a couple runs up for whatever reason, and we'll all go weird. Still, that might not win them the baseball game, but those are the only two ways this goes. They go out there and they get, especially early, I think, if they go out there and kind of just, uh, you know, choose to forget about what's been going on and play fast and loose. I could see them going out and trying to pile up, but if they don't get anything early, they're not going to like build some momentum and and break through against May in the fifth and sixth inning. <laughs> like, I don't think that you can't let this guy settle in. You no. got to go out and try to get after him early. If not, uh, you're looking at another very long night do you see so you see some early bunting like just trying to put the ball in play you know hampson and toppy at the top of the lineup just trying yeah, to make happen I, there was that moment in the game and bud black had a look on his face like he couldn't have hated tapia trying to lay down that bunt more at all but i i, I didn't <laughs> hate it in the slightest you're not going to have trevor bauer walk back-to-back guys to start an inning very often Runners at first and second, nobody out. Tapia's got good speed, so maybe he lays it down and gets the butt, the base hit, and you've loaded him up without even really having it. And now you're annoying the hell out of a guy we know can sometimes get a little overamped out there. But he, he didn't get the – Tapia's not a very good punter. <laughs> see, see where the plan fell apart was – Know your he's personnel. Never, he's never been a good punter. Uh, for a guy with his skill set, that's kind of unfortunate. I don't know why but the idea if he lays the bunt down there he's out but he's moved the guys over and then you get a just a ground ball or a fly ball wherever in the rocky and it's 2-1 after the second maybe Senza can settle down a little bit maybe that game doesn't get completely out of control so I don't I don't mind pushing the issue bunt moving guys over trying to steal bases just get on the board score a GD run man <laughs> I think if the Rockies have shown us anything so far this season is that scoring runs and taking advantage of runners in scoring positions (laughs) is not their strong suit. (laughs) Not not what they're best at. Do we have that number? Well, I I know it gets updated constantly. It's one of those things. But I know their runners in scoring position is, I'm going to guess, 150 (laughs) as a team. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it's, it's not great, it's, Bob. Not great, Bob. Um, yeah, you know, the, the one interesting element, again, we've talked about the Padres series coming up for the Dodgers. And, um, you know, after Bauer, the the Dodgers went with two lefties. You know, they, they went with David Price and Scott Alexander. So um, they still have Victor Gonzalez in their bullpen. They have three. That's right. Three left-handed relievers in their bullpen. What? Wish I could relate. 
that, is that legal? The Rockies that's are like, that, what's exactly. that concept? Lefties in the bullpen? What? I know. I know. So that, you know, so that could be if they keep it close, you know, they're only going to be able to deploy one. They only got Victor Gonzalez left. So that could be advantage, but I'm still going to go back to uh, Dodgers minus 118, given a run and a half. Corey Seager, I think he's going to hit another home run uh, tonight, plus 350. Max Muncy, the over under on hits is just 0.5. So will he get a hit? He's got favorable numbers against John Gray. That's minus 175. And Colorado runs under two and a half or over under two and a half. What do you think? You taking the over on that? You taking the under on two and a half? That's low, man. I'm not taking right? the over, but I can't. I'm not taking the over either. <laughs> so are you taking under or are you staying away? For me, I'm, I'm going under. Okay, you're I'm staying, staying away. away. I, because, again, I, anyway. I there, there's a chance. Even looking at, like I said, at yesterday's game, all you needed was one guy to put a ball in a gap at any of a couple of different points. The Rockies, as Michaela said, the Rockies had runners out there. Somebody said to me last night on Twitter, is there anything more frustrating and leaving all of these runners on base. I said, yeah, there's exactly one thing more frustrating than that. That's having not no having runners any runners. On <laughs> That's exactly right. Man. That's exactly I mean, right. I mean, Trevor's story is obviously due to breakout. I mean, he started getting hot in San Francisco, still doesn't have a homer. You're literally talking about a guy reaching base in front of him, two run home run, Trevor story. Guy That's walking good. in front of him double he ends up scoring from first base or or right. second base on a single if it's Hampson maybe even top you right if they they swipe right. second base after getting walked so there's your three runs but yeah I'm not gonna stay away from that one I'm gonna attack it I am gonna take, take the under at two and a half at plus one or two those are the four bets that That's I like for a team that hasn't scored any runs in the last two days it is going up against a pitcher who dominates them in a place that doesn't allow very many runs. who hasn't like, given up a run yet this season this season <laughs> Yeah. And so you got to take advantage of those on, on the Jack yeah. King Sportsbook. So that, that makes sense. Now, is there anybody – so who do we like to get a hit tonight? We're going back-to-back -back nights. We all got shut out. We're all reset That's at fine. zero. Who do we like? Uh, let, let me run down the lineup so at least you know because, again, picking a guy off the bench, uh, you may have limited opportunities. you got Garrett Hampson leading off, Ryan Maltapia, <laughs> Trevor Story, Blackman, McMahon batting fifth, CJ Crone back in there at first base. Sam Hilliard gets to start. In center field, batting seventh, Dom Nunez catching batting eighth, and John Gray bringing up the rear. Does Hilly have a homer against May? Or am I, did I not just? Not this season. No, obviously not this season. It Hilliard been does have favorable numbers uh, in, in four at bats. He's got a, uh, a, an OPS that starts with the number three. So, <laughs> yeah, he's got pretty good numbers against May. That's okay. who I was looking at. That's who I was okay. looking at, uh, you guys. And Toppy's got, Toppy's got pretty good numbers. I'm, I'm going to take Tap. I'm taking Tap. I, I feel like I have I've not taken him all that often, and you would think that would be my go-to pick, like the Hot Peak IPA. You got to say, Tapia is my Hot Peak IPA. It's time to just go to what I'm comfortable with and expect that guy to get me a hit. This is the first time. Does. This is the first time you've tapped Tapia tap, to tap. be your guy to get a hit. So you're. Tap. Again, differentiating there. Yeah. You're diversifying, I should say. How about you, Michaela? Are you going Hilliard? I'm going to take Sam Hilliard. Yep. I think he I – like yeah, I'm going to go. Yep. It's my – tonight. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to go Sam Hilliard. He is my dude, and uh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of, of going third and, and having all my, my top choices taken. So I'm going to go Sam Hilliard. 
And I'm going to feel good about that. My dude comes through. And if Drew, if your dude comes through right on top, I'll also be very happy about that. So we got to hope our, our Rockies guys come through for us tonight. They can't be any worse than last night. I mean, they can be, which is <laughs> That sad, was my but... setup for the Trevor Bauer thing, man. Right? They can't <laughs> possibly be better. Oh, yeah. Um, last thing, where is Gray's over-under on strikeouts? It was not there when I had last checked. Okay. Neither okay. guy was. But they could have uh, um, just recently updated that. I just wanted to give us something to say. How how good do we think John is tonight? I'm, tr- yeah, I'm looking was, right now, but he might I was looking me. at his career numbers, yeah. and I thought the over under might be set at either four and a half or five and a half. Again, just based on what he's been doing this year, what he's done. I think I would guess the over under would be five and a half. If I was DraftKings Sportsbook, that's where I would. That's where I put it too, because that, that's a tough that's a tough over. But I think he can get it if he's still locked in where he's been i think he'll pitch six innings you know um i'll say six innings three runs or less I'll, since i'm not seeing the, the, that i'll just quality start i will say quality start for john gray tonight yeah i, I think the results will be on that on that quality side he he might not look quality right we've, we've seen that happen before in the past <laughs> but i think the results will back that up because you know la came through with seven runs last night but um, for the most part, they haven't really impressed me. They've, you know, they, they haven't been as, as clutchy as, uh, as they should be. And uh, frankly, I guess they don't need to against Colorado. So, uh, I, I Have we talked about the total run line already. We'll be fine. No, I don't think we did total run line. What's that at? Seven and a half. <laughs> for both teams combined. I like the under on that. Just over under seven and a half. For, for both the, teams combined, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Dodgers are at yeah. minus 112. Rockies are at minus 108. So are we thinking that the Dodgers are scoring seven runs and the Rockies score one? If so, you're still – oh, yeah, yeah. They got to get the one. Right, right. And then the, yeah, the Rockies get that one run. I don't think I don't so. Think I, the I think the Dodgers go under. Seven tonight. I, yeah. I think it's I like gray them. and May all the way yeah. today. But not so you, we're taking the under. Can make things hey, play. under. What do you say, Bobby Flay? <laughs> is your favorite chef, Michaela? Okay. I okay. actually know who that is. Stop! I really do know who Bobby Flay is. Let's go. And what's I watch? Play? I shut up. I watch his show on the Cooking Channel all the time. <laughs> all right. Who is he married to? I don't know. I just watch beat Bobby beat Bobby Flay. I don't so. No, I, I, don't really know no I don't think I have a right name right. Another another chef on the on the cooking network. Oh. Jada. The Italian woman. Jada. Jada. Is she an Jada. iron chef? Couldn't tell you. Hmm. I just <laughs> I know, know that they they met and they're like, You're a great cook. I'm a great, I'm a great chef as well. If we're both married, yeah, who cares? And they started their own thing. Did you know and that Gordon Ramsay is also married to a chef and their children oh. prefer his wife's cooking to his Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. That is like insane to me. Can you imagine having Gordon Ramsay and then another chef as your parents and you prefer right. your mom's cooking? Right. That That's would be 800 pounds. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I love how we just go on tangents at the end here. It's only way to say name. Recently, gotten into the the. Ba- I don't do too many of those chef shows because everyone's so mean. But people got me into the British <laughs> Bake Off thing. Everyone's so mean on those chef shows. Oh, on the competition crazy. shows, you mean? Yeah, the chef competition yes. shows. Everybody's so mean. But the, yeah, great British, the British Bake Off is nice. Chibi like is British where it's at. 
Yeah. It's very it's a very nice show. They help each other out. They have no pride, but it's also because there's no money at stake and it's really for fun. And at the end of the day, you've got cake or or cookies or or whatever, or whatever weird name they give to they braid their scones. They call their scones scones over there. No, they don't. That's weird. We already thought that scones was a British word. They also pronounce it scones. And there's and I don't know the difference between macaroons and a macaron. That's a thing, apparently. I think macarons have like the coconut, like the little coconut rounds, and then macaroons are like the little cookies with the stuff in the middle. Michaela, if we're going to continue to have this conversation that's gone off the rails, <laughs> you need to not be leaned back in your chair like we are having a conversation that is just all about BS. You I'm just vibing. <laughs> I'm just having a good time. I, I have to preserve my energy so I can stay awake till the end of this freaking <laughs> 8-10 first pitch baseball game. I barely made it last night. I was watching the TV like this, <laughs> forcing my eyes to stay open. Like Alex from Clockwork Orange. I don't right? know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Clockwork Orange is one so much. If Drew, yeah. you did... Just so you know, Drew, if you ever made that, if you ever did that with your eyes, I, I would make that reference because you get it. And there's no fun in that, right? <laughs> right, right. But I'll talk about uh, Alex. Alex. Just a reminder that I hate you people. What's your favorite song from uh, Clockwork? Bruce Springsteen's Alan? Oh, Singing yes. in the Rain. <laughs> mm, yeah. I like that, the that she's ready for the Bruce Springsteen stuff every time now. <laughs> did you see Bruce Springsteen on Saturday Night Live? They did a they did a Bruce Springsteen on Saturday Night Live skit with him and Obama. I uh, yeah, that was that was hilarious. It was great, was partially funny. because no one does a Bruce impersonation, and Beck Ben I thought yeah. did a fantastic job. And here's here here's how we can bring it all back together because we got to wrap this up. Beck Bennett, and I think we did this on our lookalike show. No, I, I didn't submit. Oh, yeah. Beck Bennett looks. Like Rocky's GM Jeff Breidich, they look. Yeah, like he does. I am very him. sorry for that man. Look it up. That is unfortunate. Will Jeremy Affelt and Brian Fuentes are the absolute perfect people to show up on a Guy Fieri show. So that's just. I know one of those three people. Is it Guy Fieri? Jeremy Affelt? <laughs> <Yeah>. Guy Fieri. <laughs> Flavor Town, baby. I'm gonna dress up uh, as Guy Fieri for Halloween this year. We gotta get your Loogie trivia history. <laughs> uh, on that note, or on whatever note, what note are we on? Uh, I'm not even sure we're in the same planet right now. We're wrapping up the show. We're finishing it now uh, because we're done talking about things. Quite clearly, thank you all for hanging out with us for this. It's been a lot of fun. We'll keep talking about baseball regardless of what the Rockies do. <laughs> We're going to keep showing up and talking about stuff. So we appreciate you all for hanging out with us. You really are the absolute best. Make sure you're following on social media at Patrick D. Lyons, at Drew Priestman, at Michaela E. Perkins. All the social medias. Don't forget we've got a TikTok now for you TikTok users. Get out there. Check out all that content. Make sure you're subscribed to the DNVR.com for access to the written stuff. Discounts on the hats, the shirts, the masks, the bigger beer when you come down to the bar, access to the Discord channel where you get to hang out with us, chat all the time about anything and everything under the sun, including sometimes delivering baseball news to us that ends up on the show. We end up talking about what's going on out there in the world. You that's literally how you guys make this show happen. You're a part of the community, a part of the family. You really did help me through my stuff today getting that vaccine. I appreciate y'all so much. Just keep being absolutely awesome out there. We promise to keep being absolutely Patrick Lyons, Michaela Perkins, and Drew Creaseman in here. 
And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com